0: Hello and welcome to Whatever It Takes Radio, helping you do whatever it takes to succeed in marriage and in life. Today's podcast is part of our men series. These podcasts are geared toward men and for men, but ladies, as always, you're free to listen in. Hello, I'm Paul Speed. I'm your host today. I'm privileged to sit in the studio with a good friend of mine, Antoine Wright. How are you today, Antoine? I'm good. Good. I um appreciate your willingness to be with us today and i think you've got a incredible perspective not only your story of what god's done in your life but um, i've seen uh, more than a lot of men i know a guy that's been able to take adversity the things of the past and so on but be able to channel that toward positive change and that's what i'm excited about so i'm going to start it off with giving a little background to our listeners because when i first met you um, I know you and Keisha and you can share on that later had um, there had been some infidelity in the marriage and you had come to my men's four days of freedom weekend and um, I liked you I really enjoyed being around you but I'd hear you make this comment sometimes and and some of the other guys would be saying yeah I really want to save my marriage I really want to do this for my kids or I really want this and every now and then you would stop them and say well um, not me if I'm doing anything I'm doing this for me in other words I realize um, that this is about me. And I would hear that and I would think, man, this guy still doesn't get it. He's, he's so selfish. I mean, even after everything he's done, it's all wrapped up about him. But then as I walked with you through that weekend, you really opened my eyes to see really what I was teaching to some degree, but I never put it into words that way. And that, you know, it really was about you. And that's what I'd like you to talk to the listeners today for the men that are listening, the women that may be listening, but especially for the men, in other words why was that perspective there and then how did that empower you as far as to make the changes and be able to walk through some of the difficult things you've been able to walk through why were you articulating that that weekend that you know what this is about me
1: um a lot of that came from uh, when my situation took place and um, i saw the the pain that i had caused my wife Um, i realized that um, my wife wasn't the problem. Hmm. I was the problem. And by me owning the problem, I realized I can only change me. Um, for years and years and years, I'd use uh, justification of my actions of what my wife was or was not doing. And when I sit back and I realized that, you know, over a period of time, my actions that were adding up was I was solely responsible for and i had to realize that i had a problem i had a problem that i needed to fix and the only thing i could control at that point in time was myself and my actions so i wanted to just make sure that i took my wife out of the picture Um, i took her off the scale and i didn't want to give myself any excuses to fall back into any previously behavior or thoughts that take me down a a downward spiral. So for my mindset over the period of time, when I I focused on trying to improve, um, it was more about let me improve myself so I can be a better man for my wife, for my children. Um, If I focused on me, which at that point in time that was the only hope or the only thing that I could control, then possibly you know my wife would receive some benefit from my actions hmm. and if if that was the case maybe she would see a change and stay or maybe she would see a change and even if she left me and my wife we had children we have children together and I wanted them to be able to see a change in me based on whether my wife forgave me or she didn't
0: hmm. so at that time and I know I I hear this from a lot of men and they again they come to my men's weekends or you've worked with me on those men's weekends over the years and also our couples and you've heard them and they it's all about saving their marriage and what do i need to do to to make my wife change this way or change that way or even better can you get your wife to talk to my wife and get her to change as if that's the answer and it sounds like to me at that point uh, with you and your wife there was There wasn't really any hope in that. You couldn't bank on, well, everything's going to be okay if she'll just decide to stay with me and we can work this out. You began to take it upon yourself and say, no, this is really about me. And whether she stays or not, I've got to make this change. Is that kind of the...
1: Yeah, and that was was true. I mean, um, I realized that my wife is going to have good days and bad days, but I knew that the place where I was at, Previously, I didn't ever want to go back. So if my wife was having a bad day, I didn't want that to be a reason or excuse for me to fall back into bad Mm -hmm. behavior. So my focus was, okay, let me do what I can do. Let me change what I can change within myself, regardless if my wife stepped up to the plate and be whatever God wants her to be. Because I have to realize that it's not it wasn't my job to change my wife and make her be something totally different. I have to realize that God is in control of my wife and my and and, and based on where he wants her to be, that's what I need to learn to accept um It doesn't mean that I' have to accept everything and be happy about it mm-hmm. but it but it meant that because things didn't go my way, it doesn't give me the right to step out. And, and have a you know, affair or any other situation so I, I learned to you know respect my wife respect where she was at and pray that you know things would change for our relationship but the problem in that matter was me hmm. and that's the only thing that i can control and i wanted to own that and not have uh my wife or my spouse or my children or my situation or my past be an excuse for not getting better
0: do you think that um kind of releasing her in that way um owning it yourself and not requiring or demanding anything from her in her return and definitely not expecting it sounds like you let go of it, all expectations for that being a possibility did that give is there power in that in other words is that what gave you strength to make the changes you've made over the years
1: yeah it's it's definitely a lot of power in that because basically um I, you can't control when you hurt somebody, when they forgive you. And my thing is you want forgiveness, but at the same time, if you're truly sorry, you, you're willing to do whatever it takes to step up to the plate and try to earn that forgiveness if it's even possible. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, I grew up in a situation and I grew up in a home where there was a lot of bitterness and there, was, there wasn't much forgiveness because you know my father in his infidelity um, had situations that were reoccurring So my mom had lost hope for the most part. And I know with my wife and my situation, there were situations where I had lied and and done things previously. And, you know, through that cycle of, I mean, I would say just the cycle of infidelity, um, I just didn't want to, I wanted to make sure that I was going to be willing to do what I needed to do and be all in to get better and so I think it's I think there is some strength in that
0: right well I want to ask you two questions and I know I didn't even I didn't prep you on these either but um, you played college football you've been a star athlete um, your early years in your life and into college so just curious though did anything in that help prepare you for um, I mean obviously you had failures like any other man or whatever but when it came time when the rubber hit the road, met the road and you were, you're looking at, man, I'm losing my wife. I mean, all of this is, it's, it's coming home to roost now. And you begin to make that inner charge. I've got to own this. It's up to me. I can't control these things. I'm going to do this. Um, what do you look back on in your life? In other words, um, family upbringing, was there possibly some things you learned early in life? In other words, what did you grab hold on to, um, during those times?
1: I learned that, you know, in life, you're gonna have some long suffering. There's gonna be some rough times. And, you know, I was in a very dark place when everything was taking place, even when I was um, not being faithful to my wife. And the one thing I learned from my past was that I watched my grandparents and my mother persevere through some rough, really Mm -hmm. tough times. And I realized that, you know, if you, if anything is, if you wanna be successful in anything, you gotta work hard at it. and I realized that during my during during the time in my marriage where things were not good, I hadn't approached my marriage the right way. I I wasn't all in and trying to to be the best man I could be and what God wanted me to be. So, based on uh, playing sports, uh, based on just multiple things, I I know that I knew that being disciplined, being dedicated and being all in you, you, you normally have some type of success at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, I wanted God to define what that success was going to be. I didn't know what it looked like, but I knew that, Hey, if I, I didn't have anything to lose at the time.
0: Right. Right. Well, I want to turn this a bit cause I want to, um, you mentioned your children and having two children and, um, I want to get the perspective of how that went with them. In other words, walking through, um, dad's got some confessions to make. Dad's, you know, failed in the marriage here and you had to own up to that. And I know you and uh, Keisha have got us to just totally transformed your family and your marriage. But I want you to speak to that. Before we do that, let's take a quick break. And then I want to come back and I want to talk about them if that's all right. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. Men, are you tired of being controlled by your addictions, frustrated, and want to overcome the shame of sexual sin? Do you want to gain lasting victory over pornography, drugs, or alcohol? I'm Paul Speed, founder of Whatever It Takes Ministries, and I invite you to attend the next Four Days to Freedom Men's Intensive. Four Days to Freedom is designed to help men break free from strongholds and addictions, as well as learn to walk in freedom from past failures. For more information, go to whateverittakesministries.com or call 800-605-1875. All right, well, we're back and I'm here with Antoine Wright and Antoine, so far you've kind of talked about um, some of the things that you did internally in order to be able to walk through the reconciliation really that God used in you to be reconciled to him and then also how God did that in your um, marriage with Keisha, but what I want to know is also I know you've got two beautiful children and I know that had to be difficult to them and Oftentimes, men that are listening, this is one of the roadblocks I run into more than anything else, is I'll have men that'll, that'll say, you know, I can, I'm willing to go through this with my wife, but you don't understand my kids. This is going to ruin everything. I've got five kids. I've got 10 kids, or maybe even just one, but they really fear the long-term consequences of my kids will always see me this way again. They'll never be able to get over this, and you know, I've always seen the opposite of that. And um, it's hard to walk through, it's not a guarantee, but what's been your experience? What did, how did that kind of work with you as you and Keisha are trying to walk through this um, exposure of this hidden life that you had. And I mean, the kids are seeing this now and they're kind of, their impression of dad's getting rocked. How did that happen and what did you do with that?
1: You know, one of the things that that took place is, um, I used to think in my mind that, you know, my actions wouldn't affect my children. And when I when I, I realized that that was incorrect because, you know, when I hurt my wife, uh, she was not the same person. She was not available for my my children. So one of the things that we, we talked about um, as, you know, I confessed and, and came clean was that, you know, we would not, you know, go to our children. We would not talk to our kids about this situation. But I also realized that, you know, growing up and seeing what I saw, there was a lot of situations that I think I would have learned from if my parents had talked to me and I wanted to break the cycle and the curse of the generational sin that had occurred not only with my father, but with my, my mother's dad and so forth. So, um, me and my wife, we were brave, I guess. And we, we basically followed the wit material and we sit down and we talk to our children. And by doing that, it was probably one of the best things that um, i could do as a father because mm-hmm. when i sit down and i and i actually me and my wife in agreement you know decided what we were going to say but as i sit down and i talk to them it basically allowed them to understand you know where we were where we were at as a couple and as a family and it also allowed them to see their dad come to them in humility and own up to what it where he had failed at in life mm-hmm. And I was, and with that being said, I just wanted to be transparent and give them opportunity to see me for who I was because I wanted to be something different, and I wanted to wanted them to understand that the past was a past, but at the same time, not necessarily listen to what I do, but watch what I do uh, on a daily
0: basis. Mm. I remember one of your um, kids. I don't remember which one it was, but when you guys, you and Keisha, were sharing with them and. I remember and correct me if I'm wrong but the story went something about it. so is that it so that's what dad did Do you remember that
1: yeah so basically you know I, when you when you are out there and you're not being faithful to your spouse or you have other things that are occupying you that are sinful um, your kids are, are being affected and in this situation my, my wife was not the same person and she um, was very very sad and, and and my kids were looking at us like, man, you know, I see, I see my parents, you know, fighting and arguing and I see my, 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 their mother crying. And, uh, one of the things that they, they were in fear of was that we were going to be separating and we were going to divorce. Wow. And when, um, when we went to our children and we, we actually explained and, and talked about what, what took place, um, they were willing to. Not necessarily oversee, but they were willing to overlook the sin the from a standpoint of mm-hmm. they knew that you know they were they were more grateful that we were going to stay together and work on our marriage and it just it was just amazing that uh, with God's grace that you know they had that outlook at that point in time in that age that they were able to to sit back and say, "You know what, we'd rather have our parents together." And I was grateful that they gave, gave me that grace and mm-hmm. gave me that opportunity to step up, and and be credible to my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and until this day, that's one of the things that keeps me walking the walk, and trying to talk to talk as well, is the fact that you know I don't want to ever let my wife down, but I I don't want to let my kids down as well. And I want to, you know, live this life and walk this in this life with integrity. And not that, you know, I haven't made any mistakes, but I want to, I want to show them that, hey, you know, what they have in a Father is real, a real person, uh, somebody that has you know fallen short, has fallen down, but today is, is redeemed.
0: Wow. And I know they love you, even through the midst of all of this, and that's what's so powerful. But um, that was a, a great thing for me to learn as I watched y'all walk through that, to see that here's two children in a home where dad's got to confess his uh, adultery being unfaithful to their mother and the pain they're watching. But still at the core of it was the fear of the family being broken up. And that's amazing to me that they were able to articulate that. And in other words, they're willing to say, dad, we're willing to forgive you and we'll walk through this. But what we really are afraid of is don't split up. In other words, we don't want to let... and so to see you and Keisha then work through this and that not come to pass, I know that's got to be a powerful testimony for them also. Were your parents divorced? I don't.
1: My parents are are still together. Um, I, w- I wouldn't say they're happily married; they're probably miserably married. But at the same time, they're still together. And I think that um, by them staying together, it it gave me and my brothers a different outlook on life, um, and it allowed us to have a have two parents in the house. Mm-hmm. Even though we saw good things from one and, and bad things from the other, it taught us what we should do and what we shouldn't do. So, yeah, today my parents are still married together.
0: Right. So in a similar way, you saw unfaithfulness in your dad in that situation in the marriage, but you also had the security, um, you might say, that they were together, the stability of a home, is as broken as the home was, but at least it was there. Yes. And um, Well, that's great. So... In closing, though, think about all the men. In other words, I know you've worked my weekends with me. You've worked the um, couple's weekends. And um, when you think of the men that have come through um, and that may be listening right now, what's what's one thing you'd like to charge them with that would um, give them a sense of hope maybe um, or spur them on to courage to do what you've done and um, as far as being honest and broken and being able to walk through this with your wife and your kids?
1: I would say a lot of times, you know, you make decisions and you don't realize the impact of your decisions. Um, But your decisions hurt a lot of people. And and a lot of times we don't realize that impact. We don't, you know, because sometimes we're selfish. And I will say, you know, as men, it it might sound strange, but you have to forgive yourself and move Mm -hmm. forward. And it doesn't mean that you, you're off the hook on what you did. But at the same time, care enough about yourself, care enough about your family, care enough about God to do the right thing. You know, step up to the plate, meet the challenge, and do something different. You don't have to be in that bondage. So, you know, do whatever you can, you know, and, and do whatever it takes to to be the man that God wants you to be. And at the end of the day, I mean, that I think that's the most important thing that you can do. God's going to hold you accountable to what type of leader you are in your home, and how you walk with the humility and how you you treat your children's mother or treat your wife so you know be willing to step up to the plate and take that challenge because that's what you signed up for when you married your wife
0: Hmm. well that's powerful Antoine and I really appreciate you being here with me today To wrap up, I just want to, again, uh, reiterate what you taught me um, when I met you through this process. And that was, again, that statement that you would say, you know, I'm not doing this for my family. I'm not doing this for this. I'm doing this for me. And again, it took me a while, but I did get it. And when I got it, I understood. And now I've seen that in countless men. And the ones that actually reach that point are the ones that find freedom. And that's what's powerful. The ones that reach a point to where they're willing to say, you know what? I can't control what goes on around me. I may lose my job, I may lose my wife, I may lose my family, I may lose everything, but I'm going to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And that's where the power lies because that's what we can control and that's what God is looking for in us. So thank you, brother, for being with me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, great for you listeners. If you've got further questions or want to know more about Whatever It Takes Ministries or how we can be of help to you, please contact us through our website. Or you can call us at 336-310-5050. And thank you again for joining us today. So until next time, remember, your life can be different if you're willing to do whatever it takes.